So, Joe, welcome to the Hustle with Houses podcast. How are you today, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you, Callum? I'm good. I'm very good, Joe. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, um, so let's get into it, Joe. So for people who don't know who you are, um, what is your name? What do you do? Yeah. And what do you sort of, what's your sort of expertise? Yeah, good question. So my name is Joe Tell. I'm the owner of eGraphedia. We, what we do is very, very simple. So we help property investors, sources, developers. We help you build personal brands so you can attract more investor finance, leverage social media. Because look, I get it. Like social media is a dawning place. Like, especially if you're slightly older, you're probably not grown up with it. So for us, it's second nature. But if you're someone that's not grown up with it, it can be a thing. Oh, I don't know how to post, what to post. So basically, we bridge that gap between a property investor who's looking for funding and the investor themselves. So... In a nutshell, that's what we do. Um, been up to doing it, been doing it for coming up to four years now. Um, so yeah, man, that's that's us in a nutshell. Yeah, it's interesting because not many people are doing that, and 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 it's a massive thing, isn't it? Especially now, um, I'm sort of in the midst of, of trying to do it myself, build a bit of a personal brand. I'm not one to put myself out there, really. Yeah. However, I know it needs to be done. A typical conversation I have is people know the importance of it. But it's getting themselves out there. It's like getting out your own way, basically, having the mindset of, oh, I've got my old friends on there. I've got colleagues on there. Like, people sell this bullshit. When actually, if you just move past that, you, honestly, the opportunities it can bring is just phenomenal. That's what I say to people. Yeah. So you've hit the nail on the head there because a lot of people think it's about getting on the camera and stuff like that, which doesn't bother me. It's it's the, which I shouldn't I shouldn't be worried about. It's the, the thoughts of what other people think, who I've worked with, who have, do you know what I mean? How, how do you get past that? Do you think of what, what's the best the best thing to do? Is it just not give a, give a fuck really or? <laughs> it, it don't shall call me, right? Because what I say to is like, look, what's more important? The thought of someone who's not going to pay your bill or the thought of an investor who's potentially going to give you 100k. If you can answer me that question, then in a short, in the short, it's a nice way possible. Fuck what the people who aren't going to do anything for you think. Yeah, think about the opportunity that'll arise if you go in and put yourself out there. So that's what I say to clients is is definitely that like that person is not going to pay your fucking bills. That's it. So why are you all about them? I've got old friends on there that I don't. I don't really. I'm not friends with anymore. And they probably say they probably see my content and say stuff, but I'm not going to let bother me. No, absolutely not. Why would I? Yeah, no, it's a good way to think, isn't it? And and sometimes I was speaking to someone the other day on the podcast, and we were talking about the same sort of thing. That sometimes you may have some friends on there who could potentially invest. So even though yeah, yeah. even though you think they have no money or, or whatever, they could potentially be a, an investor. So what would be what would be some tips then that you would give in terms of I know being consistent a massive one, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So my I'll say three top tips. The first thing is you need to have your three M's established. So I'm gonna give you a bit of a golden nugget. So what is the three M's? It's your market, your message and your media. So the market, who is that? You need to think about who are you trying to target. Now, if you say I'm trying to target everyone, what happens is you actually appeal to nobody. As they said, there's no money in the middle. So think about, am I going to go for the busy executive that's got the cash but doesn't have the time? He's probably got 100, 200k in savings. Am I going to go for that ultra high net worth individual? I'm going to go for that someone that's maybe got 30, 40k. Them three people are very, very different, okay? Now, if you don't guide your messaging towards the right market, they... You're not going to resonate with them and you're not going to touch on their pain points and you're not going to get any deal done. That's the first thing. The second thing is the um, message, okay? So what message are you going to be putting out there? So when I think of Callum, what do I want to be known for, mm. okay? What are the things when 
you're not in that room people say about you. That's what your messaging should reflect. So my aim is very simple. I want to be known as the UK's leading property marketing specialist and nothing else. I'm not going to try to do this. I'm going to try to do that. Third thing is the me uh, is the media. Okay, so where are these people hanging out? Are they going to be on LinkedIn? Are they going to be on Facebook? And are they going to be on Instagram? Because you could have the best market and the best message, but if you're if you're if you're putting it out in the wrong places, you're not going to get business. So that's the third. That's the three things I would say: the market, the message, the media. Second thing is obviously be consistent. I cannot stress, Callum, the importance of this. We've all seen it. Someone does a course. Someone does a property course. They do a few posts. They're like, yeah, 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 we're going to do all this, do all that. And then they disappear. We never hear from them again. Do not be that person. Because people are watching more people than you think are just watching. They might not engage with your content, but they're watching. Mm. Can you see how that looks if suddenly you're all goes blazing and then suddenly you just disappear? An investor's going to think, is this person still actually in business? Because that's what they're going to think. So like for me now, I'm kind of in that rabbit hole where if I stopped posting, that would affect my business because that is my business now. Yeah. So I have to be consistently posting and documenting what I'm doing every single week. So yeah, hope that helps. That, yeah, that's great advice. So what would you say then, this is me being selfish now, trying to get some tips from myself. What is <laughs> what is the sweet spot, do you think, for posting? In terms of volume? In terms of volume. Yeah, I mean, it does depend how consistent you are. So for example, with me, I'm anywhere from one to two posts per day. Okay. Now, I know that's quite a lot for a lot of people. So if you're not being consistent at the moment, I think Monday, Wednesday, Friday, beginning of the week, middle of the week, and then end of the week, I think that's a good amount to post, if I'm honest, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, I, I love how, how clear your vision is, though. Like like when you were saying about um, your message and stuff like that, like my, my, my social media is a bit all over the place. If you looked at it, you wouldn't know who I'm trying to market to. It's kind of just, it's a little bit scatty and stuff like that in ways. Um, and and even with the market, like usually busy professionals are going to be on more so LinkedIn, you'd, you'd imagine. Uh, no, sorry, higher, higher network individuals, you imagine, will be on LinkedIn. Then you've got Instagram. Uh, yeah. That's not to dismiss Instagram or Facebook, but it, it, I love I love that market um, message media thing. It's really helpful. Yeah. Implement that, bro, because it'll help you, honestly. I'm definitely going to. So, um, what are, what are the tips then for a personal brand? Because obviously you've got your, your social media. How about networking and stuff like that? Is that something you you do quite often? Or yeah, so I personally don't. I don't. I do attend networking events every now and then. But now what I do is I go speak mainly at events. Yeah. Um. Now you should either be speaking or attending one hundred percent. Now the good thing about attending property events is that you're going to meet with other property professionals. The only thing is they're probably gonna they're probably gonna need investors just like you. So you need to think outside the box. Think about events where there's people with money. It don't even have to be events. Think about locations. Just hang out with people who have money. You go in there, you strike a conversation. That could honestly change the whole outcome of your business, right? So I would say networking is super important. And I say to clients, like, look, do not just rely on the content. Okay, the content is obviously a pretty important part of it. But what I say to them is you need to be networking as well. Because you need to start getting people into your world. As soon as you meet someone valuable, get them onto your Facebook account, get them onto your LinkedIn account. Let them watch your content. The content does the selling. And then, boom, they'll outreach you. And it happens every time and time, and time again. I've seen it happen um, with all our clients. So, yeah, that's what I would say. Networking is yeah very, very important. Yeah, absolutely. That's, a, that's interesting. So an, another, another question I'd have is, obviously, people say about the six to eight touch points, isn't it? 
Yeah. Is that is that something where it, would you sort of reach out, or would you let them approach you? What what's what's? You know, it's a very good question. So I'm quite lazy in the sense of I don't really do sales anymore. So because we built such a strong personal brand, most people come to us first because our content is the one that does the outreach. And does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So I think definitely do outreach, and outreach is important because we used to like we used to do outreach, but there'll become a point where you're that known for who you are and what you do that you'll speak to enough people with the volume of your content that people will come to you. You'll start having inbound leads. Um, again, I've seen that happen for clients. They'll get a message out of nowhere saying, oh, I've been watching your content for six weeks, eight weeks, love what you do. I've got 50K, how can we have a chat? That has happened time and time again through the content. So um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, our region is still super important. Yeah. I'm still thinking about them, them tips. You, you give the, the market message media thing because that, that it's it's so little but so it's so clear, isn't it? Like if you're if I'm posting and some of the stuff I post, I literally just post for the sake of posting. There's no sort of meaning behind it. And when you've just said that, give me an idea. It's like it's just clear, it just people could look at look at your brand with a bit of a blurry vision, if you like. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's. it's... 100% right, because the thing is, you got confused mind doesn't buy. Like, if you're confused about something, you're never going to buy from it. You need to have a clear vision, say clear vision. You need to have a clear idea that this product or service is going to benefit me in some sort of way. A lot of humans were selfish. Ultimately, Colin, again, I always say this to clients is, people don't give a shit about what you do. Really. What they care about is what you can do for them. Yeah. What value can you add to that person? And the more you communicate your value and your worth, the easier it will be to get deals done. It is that simple. That's interesting. So going on to, to, to yourself then, if I am a property professional or a, you know, a typical investor looking to raise my personal brand, how can, yeah. how can you, if, if someone comes to you, how can you help me or them? Absolutely. A very good question. So there's a few ways in which we can help you. The first way is we have a, a full, I feel like we're going into sales now. <laughs> we have a full done for you service, Colin, which in essence, what this looks like is you come to us, you'll say, look, I've got the social media strategy I want to implement. I want to do three posts a week across these platforms. Okay. We have a team of five in leads. We will take over and we will in essence be your personal marketing managers. So we have a mix of content creators, video editors, social media managers. And then what we'll do is we will take over your accounts and we will post on your behalf. Also, what we do is we have one call a week with you. Basically, that call is to map out the strategy for the following week. So you might turn around to me and say, okay, Joe, I've got a networking event on Monday. I'm viewing a refurb on Wednesday. And I've got, I don't know, a family event on Friday. So we'll say to you, okay, please get us a 30-second video talking about X, Y, and Z. You send that to us. We do all the editing. We write the caption for the post. And then we distribute it for you. Okay? So for you, it's very, very hands-off. And that's why clients like it because, number one, the, the, they're very, very busy, okay? They don't have time to be thinking of posts, thinking of ideas. Second thing is they understand the importance of social media. Again, that's super important. They're bought into why they're doing it in the first place. Um, and then, yeah, that's basically how I do it for you. We also offer um, live events as well, which I'll talk about later, which is where we will teach you for the day you come along with us. Uh, we're going to do them all around the UK next week. So at the moment, we've got Cambridge, London, and Manchester confirmed. Basically, you come to us for the day. We'll have a range of keynote speakers who have used social media to grow their businesses and then obviously you have the opportunity afterwards to work with us but yeah very intense very hands-on um you know very very good days they'll be put on so yeah we can we can also teach you how to do this stuff 
Interesting. Uh, interesting. I'll definitely be jumping on the um, the Manchester one, Joe. You'd have to send us the link for the tickets. I'll, I'll de- I will do, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Happy days. So, one thing I'd ask as well, Joe. Why property? Yes. Good question. So, funny story. So, my mum and dad are, um, are actually in property, and they always try to get me into the family business. But I thought, ah, property is boring. I'm not interested. I want to do my own thing. I had a few part-time jobs. I was going to go to uni. Did a bit of a gap year. Um, and then my dad said to me, he's like, look, there's a ski trip that's going on, and it's like full of property people. It might be good for you to come. And I was thinking, I was like 18, 19 at the time. I was like, nah, this is going to be boring. These are going to be old people. Like, this is just for me. Like, I'm not, I'm not part of this environment. What I'm going to speak to them about. Someone else was like, just honestly, just come and just see how you how you do. Anyway, I came and I met like, I met my mentor who's still my mentor today. I met my first ever client who's still my client three years later. And it was the best trip I ever had. Um, so I met like 20, it was like 20 investors on there. And because I obviously made some sort of impression, we stayed in touch. And then, yeah, as I said, two of them became my clients. One's still my mentor and it was the best thing that I ever did. And I always felt like, property and then what i found was there's such a massive gap in the market no one was really doing it and then also i knew the pain points these investors is you go on a course and they tell you you need to document your journey but they just didn't know how didn't have the time didn't have the skills so that's where that's where we came in really and then ever since then we've just reached down and just gone for it yeah so that's that's the story mate <laughs> yeah, it's an incredible, incredible story like like you said then i i don't know anyone I know people doing it, but not niche down into property. And I think it's it's yeah. massive because documenting your journey in property is it's humongous, yeah. isn't it? Um, huge. I know, I know it's big in every industry, obviously, but properties, it seems massive, isn't it? You need to be documenting your journey to attract investors and stuff like that. Um, Absolutely. So what are your, your future plans, Injo? What's your, what's your plans going forward? It's a good question, mate. So... Yeah, so we're planning to do five events next year. So we want to do London, Manchester, Birmingham, Glasgow, and Leeds. Obviously, that is the, the objective. We've got Cambridge, which is like an eight-month master class. Um, I want to scale my team size. So we're at, we're at five at the moment. We're going to be six soon. So I'm going to get that to 12, which obviously means doubling our turnover. Um, I want to be, I want to, I want to launch an agency in Dubai. I think working with investors in Dubai and developers do their marketing to help them sell more properties in the UK. Well, from UK buyers to Dubai, I think we could, again, we could really tap into that niche, help them build authority and help them build personal brands. So yeah, um, I will, that's, that's going to be one of the goals is to, um, to start an e-graph media in Dubai. Third thing also, I want to do my own mastermind as well. I've never, I've been to a mastermind, like a retreat, um, but I want to do my own retreat this year. So yeah, that's, that's it. Like, you know, still be a lad, still have fun, still go out, still travel, um, you know, yeah. that's incredible. That's that jump on, I can tell you can tell just from being on on the call with you for you know fifteen minutes. You you proper know your stuff, and you thank you. We've got your vision proper, proper dialed in. Thank oh, you, man. No problem, no problem. So, yeah, it, what was I going to? Do you know? That's what I was going to ask. With with obviously property, and um, that's do you invest in property yourself? So I don't myself, but I've actually become an angel investor. So I've angel invested in one of my clients. Um, so the plan is to get into property maybe like next year. Yeah. Quarter two, quarter three. Yeah, definitely. So you've seen how it all works then and you actually been, you actually been yeah. the other side. So you can, you've been the angel investor. You know what they're looking for. Yeah. It's incredible. Cause... And that, that obviously gives you a lot of time. I thought a lot of, for your business, doesn't it? It gives you a lot of sort of dynamic. If you're like, 
um, that I've caused. Yeah, so um, with the speaking events, then I'm, I'm definitely, definitely interested in coming. I'm sure everyone else be will be when they hear what, what you've got to say and stuff. What's the what's the plan about? What's going to be what's going to be on the agenda? Yeah, so basically we're going to have a range of keynote speakers. So Manchester, we've got some really good people planned out. I can't reveal them yet, but for London, we've got the Fontaine brothers. I don't know if you knew who they are. They're like 200k followers on Instagram. Of course. Um, we've got Sarah Point and Ryan. Um, we've got Paul Tinker. So some big names in the industry. Um, and basically, it's a very action-packed day. So you come in, got an absolutely beautiful venue, high energy, good speakers, um, and just an intense day of learning, really. And again, some deals have been done in the room. People are networking. Um, and the good thing about our events is it's not just here's the what we also give you the how so maybe we give away too much but i don't mind that because if we can help someone get started that's for me i'm doing i've done my job my job is to help you leverage social media to get the results that you need and to give you that confidence to do that um so yeah man manchester we're going to be doing at hotel football so i don't know if you're a liverpool fan um but you'll just be outside old trafford so i hope that doesn't break the deal <laughs> 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 so yeah it's gonna be hotel football it's gonna be a whole day event um we're gonna get some manchester some liverpool based speakers as well so from the local area uh and yeah again it's gonna be a beautiful venue we've got we've put the biggest room and um, so we can potentially fit up to 70 people in the room um overlooking old trafford so happy for some sad for you probably yeah. <laughs> get up mate yeah i'm just sucking up but yeah that's gonna be the plan um tickets have just been released i'll send you the link after this my friend um how it works is we get a certain allocation of early bird, then it goes to second release and it goes to third release. So um, early bird is 147 plus fat. And then after that, the price will go up. We've got about 15 of them. And then I'm sure we'll sell them out in the next two months, six weeks. Um, so yeah, I'm sure, you on. I'm sure you will, mate. And it's one, one, once you've sent that link over, I'll put it in the show notes so people can have a, have a know who's analyzing yeah. tickets and, 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 and get that on there. Um, back to social media then, Joe. Another question. Um, is it quality or quantity? Do you think? You know what? No man should be suffering. But what's your, what? Yeah. What's what's the main one? Is it quality? Is it quality? Would you say? Or what, what would you? What would you say? You ever seen the people that just spout shit? Me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. Um, for me, like, don't get me wrong. Okay, so I've posted some stuff that I just, it's on my mind. It doesn't really have a business purpose. That probably is what you class as shit. Um, however, I'm very clear that every post needs to have some sort of what's the point in the post, whether that's to be funny, whether that's to show personality, whether that's to actually do a sale. So, for example, drive t drive people to buy a ticket from our events, uh, whether that be to inquire to become a client. You need to get that strike balance because you could, there's no point writing, spending two hours on one post, posting once every two weeks. Nah, forget it. But then at the same time, you don't want to post in 10 times a week. Shit. Posting loads of shit. So, again, it's having purpose behind the post <sighs> and it's striking the, the nice balance between quality and quantity. Yeah. Forgive me for picking your brain so much on this, but I'm, oh, very, I'm very new. The voice at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very new to it all. So, what are your thoughts on posting about like your life in terms of your way? Again, is it just having that meaning behind it, having that why and what, what the post is, is, is trying to do? Yeah, very good question. Yeah, because ultimately, if you're building a personal brand, people need to feel like they know you, Callum. Okay? So, for example, we had one client of ours, she, she went to go meet, I think it's like a contractor or someone she was going to do business with. 
And the guy said to her, I said, oh, he said to her, oh, my daughter's called Priya as well. And she was like, oh, did you see that on my social media? He was like, yeah, yeah, I've been following her out. It's a beautiful story. So although we were posting about her daughter and that wasn't necessarily selling her service, again, it builds that familiarity that people know who Callum is. You're not just a robot behind the screen. You actually are a human being. You've got a story. You talk about your personal stuff. Obviously, to an extent, you need to manage it. Like you don't want to be doing all just personal posts, and that's how that's how most people use social media. Mm. Most pictures of the dog, the cat, the food, all loads of shit. But that's not what's going to get your business again. Okay? But if you factor in, let's say you've got a tree, let's say you've got you, you split up your content into different sections, different pillars. A big pillar of that has to be the personal, the personal element of it. So, for example, I post about. I did I did an Iceland post the other day. Yeah. So I just talked about how, how beautiful Iceland was. I wasn't selling anything. But again, the amount of engagement and comments that I got, it just builds up that no like and trust more. Yeah. Because people who've been to Iceland related and comment on it. Can you see, I'm not I'm not selling on it, but I'm just documenting my life, which is the way you should do it. Yeah. And obviously you post between, I imagine, LinkedIn and Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. It, it's yeah. different, isn't it? The boss. So LinkedIn, I don't really post much personal. I probably should do a little bit more personal, if I'm honest. Um, Instagram is a whole different audience. That's like a younger audience. I don't use Instagram at all for business. Never had a client for it. Probably never will. Um, but Facebook and LinkedIn are the two that I use for, for business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's in- interesting about Instagram. Because I know a lot of people say that's their way, but I know Facebook's massive as well, isn't it? I think Facebook yes. gets it. Facebook is huge for property, man. Huge. Yeah. And and in there is is for someone just starting out. Then say they're not on sort of zero friends. They've created an account. What is the best way to 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 sort of grow that? Would you be in Facebook groups? Would you be in what? What would you say the best way is to grow that quickly? Good question. Add add value into Facebook groups, hundred percent. So getting into groups that introduce yourself, who you are, what you do. Second thing is you need to be adding people. So you need to make the effort to go and connect with people. Third thing is you want to be networking, in-person networking, getting your face out there so people see who you are and what you do. And the more you turn up with the regularity, the more people are going to remember you for being that guy or that girl. And that's ultimately what you want to be known for. So when I think of Callum, I think of he sources by Tillets in Warrington. Again, yeah. Really shit example. You see my point? Yeah. I see. I see. Okay. That's great. And um, in, terms of, in terms of networking then, what, what, when did you, when did you actually start your 2019? So I started my company in April, April the 21st, 2020. And obviously we know how, how you saw it, not how you got into it, but you're obviously one of that schemes for a head. That happens every year, doesn't it? With a few people. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, happens every January, I think it is, yeah. Did you go, you go on again? You've been again? Or... Um, I probably, I probably will go next year, um, but I've not been in, last time I was 2021. So I went, I went the year, but. No, sorry, twenty twenty two. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. So yeah. how did you how did you start the bit out? So you went to this the this scheme, but how did you start? Like it's quite an yeah. niche thing to get into. So yeah, did you so, about that anyway, or was you how, how did you get into that? Yeah, it's a very good question. I've not told you this. Um, but I used to have an events business with my best friend. Wow. So I did that from eighteen till till twenty. Um, and it was a company called DJ Events, so feel free to check us out. I think the Instagram's still up. Um, and basically, we did like corporate team building events. I remember I used to I used to work in a bar part time, and I said to the owner of the bar, I said, "Look, give me your bar for free space, and I'll bring people to it." And if it was like a Thursday night, 
I said, look, I'll bring the people, I'll do the market and we'll put an event on. And he was like, yeah, yeah, say no more. So what we did was we uh, we did a cocktail masterclass. You know, we bring the mixologist and they teach how to do cocktails. Yeah. Brought them in and we sold all the tickets out, except all the tickets were sold out by my mum, my dad, my family, my cousins, my neighbours. Yeah. We sold out by, we knew every single person at the event. Bless <laughs> it was like, <laughs> we honestly we made about 80 quid profit for like five hours. Right? So it was nuts. Um, but then obviously when COVID hit, like the, the business actually grew. So we actually got a contract with the guys that do the poppins, you know, the Royal British Legion. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause, cause VE day was going to be in May of 2020, if you remember. And we were going to do a massive event celebrating it. It was like a 10,000 person event over three days. Like we won this mad contract. Um, obviously COVID hit. So I had a bit of money saved. So I was like, okay, what can I do? I said, look, I can go into lockdown. I can do one of two things. I'm either going to get like a warehouse job because I obviously I've not been at a degree. I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really had marketing experience or I can like try learning a new skill. And then when we come out of lockdown, I can implement that. Now I always wanted to learn how to do like social media marketing for the events just to help our events, you know, improve and grow. I didn't know you could actually have a whole business around doing Facebook ads and content for businesses. So when I, when I found like, in essence, the guru of our industry, um, I was like, fuck, I was like, what businesses actually pay you to run their social media. It was like a mad concept to me. So I literally spent the first lockdown, bro, just studying. I bought a course, invested about a grand into the course and just studied, studied how to run ads, studied how to do posts, studied how to write captions. I literally got no clients for the first few months. Uh, And then obviously when we came out of lockdown, um, the, the client who was on the ski trip before, he reached out to me and said, oh, look, I'm, I need some help filling my uh, my serviced offices through Facebook ads. Can you help me? I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give it a go. Never done it before. I was absolutely shitting myself. And I took him from about 55% occupancy to 93% occupancy in the space of 12 weeks. Got 180 leads. I was like, this shit works. Um, and then, yeah, just never looked back from there, mate, literally. Um, and then, yeah, I just thought there's, there's, some, there's a smarter way of making money online than busting my balls off at events you know yeah. uh so that was the drill really that's in it that that that's incredible like doing what you've done at 18 to 20 that's some big balls on you mate how anything you can do when you do that that business jesus christ i, I loved it mate it was stressful but i remember we did um so we did another event it was called the toddy yorkshire event um and basically we, we got approached by these guys the teepees and said look we want to partner with you you guys i need you to fill the event and bring sponsors to the event as well. Obviously, like stalls. It was it was kind of like a community event, right? In a in a school field. Um, and I'll never forget me. Yeah. I had to get a list of like candy floss companies, um, face painting companies, fairground rides, and I literally had to call call them and sell them st- sell them spaces at the event. Uh, and that was honestly, it was bare hard, but it was like one of the most valuable things I ever did. Cause I learned about the art of rejection and being afraid to get rejected. Yeah. And bro, I'll never forget, man. I remember my first car. I was, I was like physically fucking <laughs> quivering, um, but it was it was incredible. So yeah, that that's not many people know that, but um, yeah, that was me in my past life. <laughs> so I've been doing business since I was eighteen, bro. Since yeah, six years. That 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 is incredible. So you've obviously come out of school and just thought, it is. Yeah, man. I've had an amazing business to get into. Um, business. Um. But, but why the event? Why the events business? Why did you go for that? You know what? We sat in Starbucks, um, and my mate said to me, "Was like, because we'd obviously at this point we had no real money. We, we just finished college, was gonna go to uni, put a refer, deferred it for the year." 
He's like, bro, he's like, what can we start with no money? I was thinking, okay, so we wrote down a list of ideas. And then I was like, I'd already worked part-time on weekends in this bar. I already had this relationship. We could just put an event on and then sell tickets. So that that's when we that's when we did. Another idea that I had was wanted to like a shoe cleaning business, like a high-end shoe cleaning business. Mm. And then the other idea we had was like um like cheap trade, but obviously that had already been done. Um but then obviously with the events we thought, okay, we could put something on. We don't have to get payment up front. If we can just get a bar owner to give us this space for free, we'll add value to him by bringing people in during the first day. And then let's see what we do. And that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a win win for the bar as well, isn't it? Because obviously. Also, it's a, because it's a win win. Yeah. That's what we like, isn't it, mate? So the other thing that, <laughs> the other thing I just picked up on is why, why I think people should be hiring people like yourself is like you mentioned about you've obviously done the course, you've done the, the course and stuff like yeah. that. And, and even just knowing how to write captions, like that, that's, I've only just realized recently, that's massive, isn't it? Of course it is. It's huge. But I, I've literally learned that probably in the past four, five days, literally yeah. captions and it, it, it sounds silly, but like, why, why are they so important, Joe? Because the words that you write in that caption is like me and you are having a conversation now. Them captions are in essence the way of you having a conversation with the reader. So your captions have got to capture attention. They've got to keep them bought in, and they've got they've got to allow them to understand what it is that you are offering, what you're doing. So if your caption is, for example, again we do audits. I did an audit for a client the other day who who's who's actually now become a client, and he wrote a post about going to the gym, but it was literally a one liner. And I said to him, I said, look, if you reframe that and and told a story, I can guarantee you now the engagement will have gone through the roof, because with captions you need to write a story. You need to hook people in, you need to talk about the content, the story, the benefits or, or, or the features, and then you have a call to action at the end. Okay, so what, what do you want them to do next? Whether that be to book a call, whether that be to click on the link below, whether that be to just leave a comment and, and, and spark conversation, always have a call to action. That's incredible, mate. And I think, um, yeah, Thank you, honest, to God, honest to God, like I said, your, the value you brought to the podcast is incredible. Think of uh, yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, I think a lot of people will get a lot of valuable information from it. Um, I have definitely. I've been a bit selfish to be honest. I've been just picking your brain and like <laughs> I tell you all that's a clever way to do it though. You've not just you've not just said, look, can I just pick your brain? Just, let's have a conversation. Well that let's have a chat. Just ask me the right question. Well that, that that's it. And I think it's that's why I started it, to be honest. The podcast was too too kind of network and and obviously yeah. learn as well, because like most of the people I get on, the, the, like you, mate, you're definitely a, a, a source of genius in your field. You can tell you, you know, you know a lot. Um, okay. um, but I think that's a good, a good source of note to end on. Um, so where's best to find you, Joe? Where's, where's best to connect with you? Or if anyone wants to sort of hire you for what you yeah. do, where's best to get you? Yeah. So what best to do, just get in touch with me on Facebook, Joe Taylor. Um, if you just type in Joe Teller, you graph media, you'll find us on there. Um, and yeah, that's where we post our content and that's where you can get in touch with me directly. Brilliant. So, yeah. Brilliant. And what was your business name again, Joe? So our company is called eGrowth Media. eGrowth Media. Brilliant. I'll yeah. put all that in the, uh, the show notes anyway. And if you, if you send us the link to the uh, yeah. event, I'm sure a lot of people will be, I'm sure that'll sell out pretty quick. I'm definitely going to book on, try and get one of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, amazing. Save, save yourself some money. I'll send you a link after this and we'll see you there. Most definitely, Mason. Thank you for coming on again. I really appreciate it. Awesome, Callum. I look forward to uh, seeing you soon, my friend. It'll be good to meet you in person, man. Yeah, most definitely, Joe. All the best, my mates. All right, mate. Thank you very much. Mate. See you again.